Now, throw the switch and let us begin the battle for the planet. James Camp, and this is Riot Act Radio. I'd like to wish you a happy new year, but I think I'm going to wait till February 1st, which will be the new new year, at least for 2021. Let me tell you what Riot Act Radio is about. We are a slightly left of center political discussion and commentary. Going to throw in some protest music through classic rock and some comedy. My opening song, I'd Love to Change the World, is by 10 Years After. And although it's not the show's theme song, I can relate to it through its lyrics, as I'm sure you can. We also have some comedy bits from our friends at Rocky Mountain Mike and Pink Williams from Austin, Texas. I had an early career as a disc jockey, news anchor, and reporter. I also did some play-by-play sports announcing, mostly baseball. And that led to a second career in television production. Most recently, I worked at the Pentagon as a producer, director, and television executive for the Department of the Army there in Washington, D.C. I worked for 10 years for the Secretary of the Army. So I do have a little bit of insight on how the Department of the Army works and maybe even how the government works when it comes to that. Riot Act Radio is not new. I was on the Internet for four years with Party934.com. If you want to go to that site, you can click on the personality page, and my headshot will be down at the bottom of the page, and there are some episodes posted there that you can listen to. That way you can get an idea of what Riot Act Radio is about. I'm looking to publish Riot Act Radio every Tuesday and Thursday beginning next week. I've been planning this to return of the Riot Act Radio podcast for some time, but as the November election has approached... I decided to wait until after the election so I wouldn't get sucked into the vortex of all the media coverage surrounding the election and, of course, the clown prince of darkness, Donald Trump. Honestly, I've tried to record this introduction episode three times, and as I approach my launch date, something happens and it changes my thought pattern. Here we are in January, and the Trump vortex continues to spin Donnie has yet to accept his future, no more living large off the taxpayer's dime and fattening his wallet. The thing with Donnie is, he has cited an invasion of the Capitol building, putting a halt to the certification of the, of the election. If you haven't seen it, you've been living in a cave. It's unbelievable. The House and Senate gets together to certify the Electoral College. And it started off with Republicans, started the day by protesting the results of the election. The day ended in complete chaos. I'm going to pull a GOP talking point out of my keister. Law and order. These invaders needed to be identified, arrested, prosecuted, and sent to federal prison. Now, I understand some of them have been arrested. 
the jackass who sat at Nancy Pelosi's desk and acting like a hot shot. He's going to jail. And you've heard it before, but if this were a Black Lives Matter protest storming the Capitol, they would have been shot. I have no doubt about that. And by the way, Donald Trump needs to be arrested as well. Charged with sedition, treason against our country. I feel that this past week has been a profound worldwide humiliation for our country. Think about this. We are the oldest constitutional republic in the world. And we were nearly turned into an unruly banana republic at the hands of Donald Trump. And I'm sure Putin and the leaders of Iran and China were all sitting back laughing their ass off. And as a veteran, I find those actions were revolting. Now, my friend, Pink Williams from Austin, Texas, said it best with this piece of satire. Well, a couple hundred traders woke up the other day and declared the mob violence was A-OK after bitching and moaning about it from everyone else. They put on their surplus tactical gear and those dumb red hats and they grabbed a beer and they went down to Capitol Hill to embarrass themselves. They stormed the gates and the pigs were there and hell, they didn't even care. They opened up the barricade and they let them through. They muscled past the guarded door and ran onto the Senate floor. Called it a protest, but it was a coup. When the feds arrived, the things got sour. It hardly even took an hour. Someone got shot and a lot of folks got beat. If you ask me, it's a goddamn shame that this group would soil America's name for a lousy con man that can't admit defeat. <laughs> now that's some funny stuff. And to the point, you can hear more of Pink Williams' satire at pinkwilliams.bandcamp.com. Very funny guy. Go to his website. Check it out. Now, for all the Trump cult followers and many of those who stormed the Capitol building, I would like to recap. Joe Biden won the election. 81,283,000. 98 people cast their vote in favor of Joe Biden. Donald Trump only received 74,222,958 votes. And on December 14th, the outdated Electoral College confirmed that Biden won. I don't understand it. It's simple math. Let me explain why Joe Biden won. In 2016 presidential election, the DNC pushed Hillary Clinton down the people's throats. They had the first black president, Barack Obama, and by God, we're going to have the first female president. But what the DNC didn't realize is that while Hillary Clinton was very, very qualified, she was a flawed candidate. The DNC did not realize how hated she was across the country. I didn't like her. I voted for her, but I didn't like her. And I did think she would make a good president. Many Democrats stayed home in 2016 because they thought Hillary was a shoe-in against the clown Trump. And they got the surprise of their life, as did I. So flash forward to 2020. The Democrats who stayed home in 2016, they came out and voted. And add to that the many, many, many Republicans who certainly voted against the clown prince, the dictator wannabe. And there you have it. 
7 million vote difference. 7 million votes against tyranny. Now, this is not how I wanted to, to start Riot Act Radio. And I apologize for my rant. But this is the Riot Act. And it gives you a taste of what's to come. Please, stay with me as I launch this battle for the planet. I am hopeful for our future. Over 81 million voters chose to be positive after four years of negativity under Trump. I feel hopeful because even the pandemic could not stop the American people from voting for accountability. Thankfully, 2020 is behind us. It gives America another chance to put values and the American workers ahead of politics. President Biden certainly has his work cut out for him as he tries to rebuild the country. Georgia turned blue, which will certainly help in moving forward. The Biden administration has many things on its plate. Affordable health care, um, expanding voter rights, fighting climate change. So we have to ask ourselves, the American people, are you up for the challenge? My upcoming shows will have interviews with musicians, comedians, and politicians. And the Riot Act will tackle that big, bad boogeyman, socialism. We're also going to go after fascism and American greed. My first episode, I'll have Mike McMullen. He's a multi-talented artist, movie producer, director, and actor. He'll be my first guest. In past podcasts on Party 93.4, Mike acted as my Washington, D.C. correspondent, and he brings a special insight to the activities in the nation's capital. So there you have it, Riot Act Radio. I'm your host, James Camp. Thanks for listening, and please ask everyone you know to tune in, because as the song says, I'd love to change the world.